Hello, this is Saeedu Zaman from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 18th of October. Days after BJP MP Nishikan Dube complained against Trinamool Congress MP Mahua Moitra at the Lok Sabha over alleged cash for query, today the Parliament's Ethics Committee summoned two persons, including Dube, to record their statements. The committee is investigating Dubey's claim that Moitra got bribes from businessman Darshan Hiranandani to ask questions in Parliament against the Adani group. Moitra has denied the charges. In a letter to Lok Sabha Speaker Om Birla, the BJP MP accused Moitra of asking nearly 50 questions at the Parliament to seek information to aid Hiranandani's business interests. He also requested the Speaker to form an inquiry to look into the matter and suspend Moitra. In the letter to Birla, Dubey referenced another letter by advocate Jay Anand Dehadrai allegedly Moitra's former partner. In his letter, Dehadra claimed to have irrefutable evidence against Moitra. Speaker Om Birla referred Dubey's complaint to Lok Sabha's Ethics Commission on Tuesday. The committee requested that Dubey and Dehadra come before it on 26th October to record their statements. Besides denying the charges, Moitra also filed a defamation suit against Dubey and Dehadra. She has also sent notices to 18 news organizations that have reported on the claims. Listeners, it has been multiple weeks since NewsClick's offices were sealed. The media outlet's editorial team is working from home using crowdsourced devices with the threat of further police action looming. My colleague Pratyush Deep spoke to several NewsClick staffers and journalists about the hardships they are facing. Read his report titled Skeletal Strength Shows Hit. NewsClick struggles to publish with borrowed devices. The reason we are able to do stories such as these is because we do not rely on political parties or corporations for support. We are an ad-free news organization that relies only on you, the reader, to support us. So if you're not a part of our independent news ecosystem already, head on to newslaundry.com slash subscribe and choose a plan of your choice. Highlighting the issue of rising coal prices in India, Congress leader Rahul Gandhi today accused Adani of plundering the country's citizens through high electricity costs. Gandhi's remarks come six days after the Financial Times reported that the Adani group has imported billions of dollars of coal at costs far above market prices, forcing millions of consumers to overpay for energy. Gandhi claimed that entrepreneur Gautam Adani has been granted a blank check in India. He also raised questions on why Prime Minister Narendra Modi was not ordering an investigation into the conglomerate's alleged irregularities. Gandhi asked why the Securities and Exchange Board of India couldn't find documents against Adani Group when Financial Times London had access to all the documents. In August this year, the market regulator had informed the Supreme Court about its inquiry into Adani Group's 13 overseas entities, including 12 foreign portfolio investors and one foreign organization. The SEBI had said that determining the economic interests of shareholders of foreign portfolio investors was difficult as numerous entities were situated in tax-haven jurisdictions. Today, the Congress-led United Democratic Front laid siege to the Kerala government secretariat in Trivandrum. They accused the left Democratic Front government of corruption, nepotism and financial maladministration, the Hindu reported. Beside the corruption and mismanagement charges, the protesters slammed a rise in the prices of fuel, energy and basic necessities. By 6am today, the UDF workers had swarmed three secretariat gates. One of the gates was open to allow ministers and government personnel inside the secretariat. Top UDF leaders joined the demonstrators on the picket line. K. Sudhakaran, President of the Kerala Pradesh Congress Committee, V.D. Satisan, leader of the opposition, and P.K. Kunani Kutti, leader of the Indian Union Muslim League, addressed them. Satisan, the leader of opposition, had announced on Monday that UDF volunteers and workers from around the state will blockade the state secretariat in protest of the LDF government. He had accused the party of being sunk in corruption. 
the Karuvanur Bank scam case, the installation of artificial intelligence cameras, the KFON project, and the financial dealings of CM Vijayan's daughter's firm with a private company were among the corruption charges cited by Satisan. Today, Delhi's Saket court convicted four people in the murder of journalist Soumya Vishwanathan. The accused Ravi Kumar, Amish Shukla, Baljeet Malik and Ajay Kumar were found guilty of murder, while Ajay Sethi was found guilty of stealing property. The court will announce the punishment next week. Soumya Vishwanathan, a 25-year-old journalist with India Today, was found dead in her car on Nelson Mandela Mark in South Delhi on 30th September 2008. The police were initially unsuccessful in identifying her killers, but there was a breakthrough in 2009 amid an investigation into the death of a BPO employee, Jigisha Ghosh. One of the accused caught in Ghosh's murder case confessed to being involved in Vishwanathan's murder too. The Delhi police had then invoked the Maharashtra Control of Organised Crime Act due to the accused defendant's prior involvement in other heinous cases. A major explosion at a Gaza hospital yesterday night killed hundreds of Palestinians, including those under treatment and women and children seeking refuge at the facility. According to the Hamas-run health ministry in Gaza, at least 500 people were killed in the bomb, which Israel claims is an exaggeration. The news provoked outrage around the world, with Jordan, Syria and Turkey condemning the act. Hamas blamed Israeli airstrike for the explosion, but the Israeli military said the explosion was caused by a misfired Hamas rocket. Prime Minister Narendra Modi expressed grief today at the tragic loss of life at Gaza's Al-Ahli hospital and condemned civilian losses in the ongoing violence. The Israel-Palestinian conflict escalated on October 7 after Palestinian militant group Hamas launched missiles at Israel. In retaliation, Israel declared war. In his first message on the crisis, Prime Minister Narendra Modi had stated that India stands in solidarity with Israel at this trying time. While Prime Minister Narendra Modi's remark on Israel was criticised for failing to mention Palestine, the Ministry of External Affairs emphasised that India remains committed to the formation of a sovereign, independent and viable state of Palestine. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world.